I'll just drop in. Yeah, man. Hey, guys. <laughs> I just probably just go straight in on the podcast here, guys, as well. <laughs> just to greet Kate. Good morning. Held, held her a beer before she wakes up such a lady. <laughs> it's like it's I'm really nice. It's just beautiful. Yeah, because you know, she hasn't seen me, you know, since Saturday. So I thought I'd just Not remind exactly. where I'm at. So anyway, <laughs> well done, guys, for doing eight weeks, by the way. I can't be how quick that's gone. I know. That is scary, eight mm. weeks. Because I, I mean, I do go away this Saturday, so it's like countdown for holiday for me as well. So it was like, oh, yeah. it's going to be ages away. <laughs> it's because that's on the phone. So I'm, I am quite uh, buzzing this this week a little bit. So anyway, but I'm Thank also you. buzzing because, like I say, I, I'm quite impressed with people who've been in this group. Like, even if you haven't been participating loudly, you know, and that's fine. We we understand that. I know some of you've been messaging us. Uh, privately on the side just like you know let us know you are doing stuff and you just focus on yourself and and that's absolutely fine we know people have got lives we understand that yeah i think everyone's different aren't they and some people thrive on the accountability and being part of it and yeah. others they're quite happy to sit in the background just have their own little agenda and just want yeah. a little bit of guidance don't they exactly i mean i do it in the mentorship group i'm part of which is for personal trainers to build in a business and I don't always go on all the time, but I will drop in now and again, uh, just because it suits me that way, to be honest. I think yeah. if I was a participant in this sort of group myself, I think that's how I would use it. I'd probably still I'd probably do the check-ins all the time, so I do with my mentorship, because um, it keeps me accountable to what I do. Um, mm. But you don't have to be mega vocal about it. We know with the changes that have been going on the past um, year... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and I think obviously with the opening up, work changing, schools, etc. We understand that there's been a lot of changes for people and having this on top of it, we understand you've got to prioritise other things just to get things yeah. into a, a bit of a routine. I think it helps, doesn't it? These little challenges and projects and whatever, I think they're just good for getting people started because we've always said, haven't we, that, you know, there's... There's never going to be a right time. There's never going to be, oh, I'll start it on Monday or I'll start it when I feel that it are. There isn't one. So I think us going, right, challenges now. Yeah. Off you go. Yeah. So what we're going to do today is give you tips to keep going. Because just because we, you're done with the eight weeks doesn't mean you should just stop. Unless you didn't enjoy the process. Unless the habits you've chosen for the daily non-negotiables were not achievable. Then that means you've got to relook really at your goals. So the first yeah. thing as I just said there, is actually look at your daily non-negotiables, your weekly goals, check they're appropriate to your goal, what you want to aim for, make sure your goal is clear, what you want for the long term, set yourself those mini goals and then that way when you know what you want to aim for, you can base your daily non-negotiables on to achieve those goals and your weekly goals like we set out in week, weeks one and two, won't it Kate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously we want you to still make sure you're doing them. It might be you're very happy with what you're doing. You're getting results from it, still moving forward, enjoying the process, carry on. Honestly, crack on yeah. and carry on with it. We, and it know, may well change, especially yeah. if you've progressed on any goals and habits and things like that. Some things might, you know, are just now second nature. Yeah. So you can possibly even add in another daily non-negotiable and knowing that, you know, some of the others are properly ingrained. and Yeah. You made a good point there, Kate, because I'll be honest, mine, because mine, I have personal non-negotiables and mm. mine do change for, through the year just based on circumstances. Mm. So say right now at the moment, because I'm more focused on my strength, more so than my physique, 
Uh, I still have a protein goal. I like to hit my 2.2 grams per kilogram of body weight. I've decided to do because I'm surplusing. I have to hit, uh, I have a hydration goal because I just won't drink because I just don't think about it. Yeah. So I have mine's at least two litres of water or squash a day. Then I don't count caffeine on top. Um, what's my other goal? Oh, my other one is to read before I go to bed. Okay, Unless yeah. I'm yeah. literally falling asleep. Like when I went around your Saturday, I hit the pillow and went. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. you know, but I have, a, I have no tech before bed. Yeah, yeah. So, because sleep's important to me. Protein, because I'm working out, so I'm breaking muscle down, so I want to repair it. Uh, also, because I'm in a surplus, so I want to make sure I'm gaining lean weight, as much lean weight as possible, as well as understanding I will put body fat on. Um, and then, obviously, my water intake, because I normally neglect it, if I'm honest with you. And also, with being active and training, I need hydration. Mm, absolutely, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they will change. So, when I go on holiday, what I do there, I still keep water. I'll still do the sleep thing, actually. I won't go on tech before bed. Um, but even the protein, I could still do. It's just the thing. I, I try to make sure my goals are based on what I can do, where wherever the situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the daily non-negotiable should be, yeah, should be ones that you can more or less keep going all year round, regardless mm. of what you're doing, whether you're on holiday or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, and if you can't, then yeah, then maybe again you sort of review it, and or you or you do just adapt it for when you're away. Yeah, I, I suppose like you say, we're all different, and we might not want to be tracking or focusing yeah. on our protein. But then most of us now we've kind of got to that habit, haven't we? Or you know, a lot of people on the challenge of just thinking rather than actually tracking it and logging it. Is a case of well, okay, I will choose that because I know it's high, you know, high in exactly. protein. Exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah. a good one when you're on holiday. This is, again, just help people moving forward because a lot of you will be going away uh, during the summer. So, and holiday in particular in England, so a lot of you will be self-catering, which is probably easier, actually, than being abroad, having an all-you-can-eat there. Uh, I find I do it a lot better than in England, actually, holidaying than abroad because it's, it's an abundance when you're abroad. When you're yeah. over here, you're more like to do your own breakfasts if you're self-catering because normally we do in England. Or if you go in um, a B&B, you're going to have like your classic breakfast, which is great for you. Again, like Kate said, you could just choose high protein choices. And because, <clears> while well, ideally buffets aren't great right now, that's uh, probably a good thing. So you've got to be served at your table. So I think people would and more like to eat better when they're over here personally or self catering somewhere. Mm. But personally, I would say with, with holidays, your water intake, especially if you're going to drink. Uh, I'd say prioritise, make sure you're getting that in because it's dead easy to drink two bottles per seco but not two litres of water. <laughs> yeah. I can understand why though. I get it because I, yeah. I, I have to think about it with water. It's something I, I'm not in the habit of. I, well, it is kind of bad, but I do have to think about it more than others. Um, another one I'd say in your way, you know, five portions of fruit and veg, ideally three to two ratio for veg. Uh, that's yeah. always one you could do in your way. Really easy. I mean, if you're self-catering like us, we still get loads of fruit and veg in because we're like snacking on it <laughs> and taking it to the beach for picnics. If you look at my Instagram post I did on Saturday, I actually did my top tips for putting a picnic together. Because um, I know yeah. people get yeah. the beaches, we're going out, we're eating at friends, back gardens, as well as going out for food. So I put that because people struggle mm. with that. Um, yeah, I think that and sleep. Sleep tends to be... yeah. Fairly easy-ish when you're on holiday. Well, I think that depends on what sort of holiday it is. <laughs> Maybe. What about yeah. your lad's what holiday, I... Kate? What about what, sorry? <laughs> your lad's holiday when you Man's go holiday. away. Where does the sleep routine well, I mean, go then? Yeah, I think we still do all right on that. I, I mean, so... you might have... A, 
yeah, I guess you kind of your sleep patterns a little bit all over the place because you are sort of maybe <laughs> yeah. going to bed. Yeah, it's okay. But on the other hand, you're kind of sleeping in in the morning, or you or you nap during the day. But of course, you know, it, it all kind of evens out. <laughs> Until you're weak. Um, exactly. But again, that's you know, and we're not going to diss people for going away if they want to party a little bit. Absolutely, get it. But there's other mm. things you can still focus on. So fruit and veg. Uh, choosing high protein choices when you can it could even be a step one you know i think on holiday mm. people are getting really into their walking whether they're abroad or um or holiday i mean in england's easy because there's a, the walks over here amazing the weather's never too hot uh when i go devon i will easily smash ten thousand steps a day without trying because i absolutely love that place and because you do have to walk everywhere the beach what we're near so it's all banky where we are we're on like the top bank which is on the coastal path so you either walk down the big grassy bank and you have to come back up it at some point and the bank mm. down to the beach because Devon is known for cliffs like vertical. Um, so there's no like lifts or stairs. So for us, actually, it's quite active just because of mm. getting to places. So it's more neat. It stays high. I think Steph's yeah. more active on holiday, to be fair, than at home with <laughs> my partner. <laughs> Cause yeah, well, I think you're doing it more. I think it just feels easier, doesn't it? If you're sort of one of those people that isn't inclined to to be up and active all the time, and I think a holiday is probably good for that because you, I think you are a little bit more inclined, aren't you? Unless you're somewhere really hot, then I get that that's a you might that's swim a, a tricky thing. But... Yeah, you might swim instead, or go yeah, for that's a, true, a yeah. walk early in the morning if you're nearly bird like me, or a walk after your yeah. evening meal, or which is called tea <laughs> <laughs> and not dinner. Um, <laughs> but I think I think the steps on's a great one, and, and some people say to me, "Should yeah. I work out on holiday?" Now, personally, if you feel like it, do it because you haven't got work, you haven't got to get up probably as early as you normally do, uh, you haven't got added stresses. So actually, for some people, they'd probably enjoy working out more on holiday. Mm-hmm. I do if I go abroad. If I go in South Cape in England, though, I very rarely train because we're walking that often and busy. Um, you know or. It's just, I just don't feel the need. I might do a bit of kickboxing practice, but I've taken bands before and done like band workouts because I just felt yeah. like it. Because Steph, my partner, she likes an extra hour or two in bed, whereas I'm wide awake between six and seven. Can't help it. It's just because my, my role, my job, I go up at half five every day for my work. So I go. I don't go to bed late, late though. My sleep routine's quite similar. I probably only go to bed one hour later than usual. So I'm still getting the same amount of sleep, like you said, when you go to Spain, uh, Portugal even, you make yeah. up for it. I mean, I think if there was a gym wherever I was staying, I'd be inc- I would be inclined mm. to do it. I, I wouldn't, if I was away, seek out a gym necessarily. Yeah. It's if I same... was staying somewhere where there was not one there, then I would yeah. definitely, that's more a nosy thing. I'm like, right, a different gym, a new Let's gym. Let's check it out. Let's like... just put yeah, my, exactly. let's spray all my territory on this gym. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a beach pump. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, man. All, like that, all about that beach pump. Yeah, I'll be honest, if there's a gym match on site somewhere, I will probably go, to be honest, because I like mm. doing it. Yeah, um, Last time I did that was in Mexico, and, the, and to be fair, because they catered to the Americans, the gym, the gym there was quite decent, actually. So even Steph would come with me. So in the morning, they had aircon in there. It was actually a really yeah. nice gym. It was, it was really well kitted because they tailored to the Americans. And it is one extreme to the other, isn't it, over there? They're either really fit or they're not. <laughs> There's no in between. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you don't get any average in there. They're all, like, tanked who were in there. It was it was really surreal. <laughs> I've never... Whereas when I go gyms in England, it looks like everybody goes to gym, no matter what shape or size they are. It's very strange, but... Yeah. yeah, but to be fair, I enjoyed going. It's like when we uh, when we went to San Francisco, you get we used to see everyone doing it on the beach. Mm. 
or, or they have like a set area yeah. of beach in in some places where everyone just sort of works out so you have sort of standalone equipment and things like that and everyone's just working yeah. out i wish you'd do that over here more can you imagine that that, that yeah. If they had that on the beach in Devon where I'm going, I'd be all I'd be down every morning because it's just yeah. different. I'd see it's more like a play thing for me than than working out. You know, climbing. I think that's some... why it works, isn't it? Because people don't see it as training. I'm going to train. I'm, I mean, even though they are, they're actually having a bit of a play. Yeah. But yeah. Well, that's how I see. Uh, it's quite go... sociable, yeah. then, isn't it? That's the other thing of holidays as well. So with England, there's a lot of outdoor sport getting bigger. My sister, the other. <laughs> day she did axe throwing that's become quite popular over here ah. for, for her birthday and i thought how different that was to do but like say uh, for my 30th we did ninja warrior up manchester kate yep. nearly died and kept, took her son out <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> parenting 101 um, <laughs> uh, you know but that's what i'm like though you know so think when you go on holiday i think people threat they're gonna put a shitload of weight on now, if you're going to eat like a complete dickhead on your way, yeah, expect that to happen. And that you are going to be a bit heavy when you come back. But instead of being extreme, trying to really cut back when you come back, just go back to what you're doing. So go back to your fundamentals. Go back to your daily non-negotiables and be like, there's no rush. It will come off when it comes off. Putting weight on and losing weight over the year is completely normal. I mean, yeah. there was an article I saw... Oh, I can't remember what it was. It was say, in fact, it was a newsletter actually. It was about maintenance and how maintenance weight doesn't really exist. And I get what you what they're saying. Like my weight, your weight fluctuates on mm. a daily basis. Anyway, you can weight off five times a day and it'll come out different uh, because of um, you know food, feces, urine. Not to be gross, um, you know carbohydrates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which with carbohydrates, you saw water as well. So not necessarily fat and muscle. So maintenance, like I say, it's it's, it, it's got to be using the right content. I think it's so much not maintenance. It's more there's a leeway. So you kind of you've got your top weight and your bottom weight. I think you've always got to have a ratio, and stay yes, in that yeah. route. And if you start to get to that top end and go over, and you're like, right, I better do a calorie deficit for a bit. I need to come down mm-hmm. unless you're doing yeah. specific, um, like say surplusing. You are trying to gain muscle, expecting more weight, mm-hmm. and then you've got your lower end where you don't want to go any further. So you got to make sure you bring it back up. So you're constantly adjusting the calories yeah yeah all the time i think if you kind of know what's what then you know how to do that without too much kind of effort really and that's what you're trying to go on holiday for a week and 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 put on five stone are you you know you're gonna go on on holiday and sort of gain a bit here and there or whatever but you know it's nothing that you can't just sort of sort out when you get back like you say with just little tweaks here and there what the issue yeah i think the issue of holidays I think it's a week or more people can pick up, uh, create habits which aren't beneficial when they come back. So say alcohol's a big one. Like people drink more when on holiday, which is fine. You know, and I wouldn't say I'm teetotal myself. I might have a drink every other night when I'm there if I feel like it. But again, because I love my sleep too much, alcohol disturbs my sleep. So that's why I don't really drink. So I like being awake and not feeling like crap for the day personally. So, you know, for me, like uh, I found when I used to go away and used to drink... And I, when I say I used to drink, like drink more than I ever would now, I would find I was more in the habit and inclined to drink more in the week, uh, like because I picked up the habit of being on holiday, and it would take oh, me right, ages okay, to yeah. undo that habit. That's what you got to look for when you come back is hmm. not continuing habits which aren't going to benefit you when you come back. The step thing sometimes you can come back with better habits, like uh, say your steps. You might be like, yeah, like the walking, yeah, yeah. You might be like I abs- you absolutely love being outside and and like hitting your step goals. Hmm. So you're like, you know what? 
I'll, I'm going to continue doing it. I want to come back. I'm going to find a way to do it. I will just do it because I like it. Yeah, or maybe you've you know stuck with the water or made an mm. effort to increase your water, and then you actually feel better for it. And if you're self-catered, so yeah. yeah. And another one, you're self-catered. I think people cook more when they're self-catered because it does save a bit of money if they've got children as well. Um, well, you just can't be able to drive somewhere, somewhere eat, which mm. me and Steph do sometimes. We're in Devon, so we all normally we always have breakfast at home at home in the caravan. Um, yeah. But then, like the evening meals, we'll mix it up. Sometimes we'll go out, and sometimes I'll cook. It just depends. Which yeah. I'm, I like cooking anyway, and because I'm away, and because I haven't got rush around for anything, I can take my time and enjoy it's the a process. Bit more relaxing, yeah. 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 So some of you again might think, you know, I'm going to cook more often when I get back. So mm. maybe set those goals. I think the key is as well. What I, I did a live this morning, and I was thinking about this earlier. If instead of aiming for like just getting the results. You're aiming to say, I see completing my habits in the day my doing non-negotiables like a game. So you think like you go, say, the classic, um, let's say, I don't know if anyone on here has a Sega Mega Drive like me. We were talking about this the other day, weren't we, Sega's? I was mm. in my head yeah. to talk to your lad about Sega's. And he's like, what, that? As if like he didn't know what it was. Oh, yeah. um, and I'd play Sonic the Hedgehog. And in there, as well as completing the game, uh, you had to, to like say, you want your personal best when you're in there, like you want to get as many rings as possible, the gold rings you have to collect, uh, or complete the game as fast as possible, or uh, unlock some secret little places. And I kind of see that as my doing on the Goshables, as like as a mission to complete each one. I quite, I actually weirdly get satisfaction, okay, yeah, satisfaction yeah. from doing it, like from completing it. I don't know mm. that's a gaming head of me when because I used to be a big gamer. Um, and see it as like a bit of a challenge like say people like quizzes or tests you know in a way sometimes when it's about them we love we love about we love ourselves let's face it humans we may say we don't like how we look as but we do love ourselves quite a bit as humans there's nothing wrong with that so i'd say again if you're picking daily non-negotiables you're not enjoying aiming towards you might even need to change the way you complete those non-negotiables to make it more enjoyable um, or just change it completely so you know you're going to at least do it. But I personally just find it a little bit, a bit like a mini daily challenge. I don't know why. And at the end of the day, if I've done it yeah. all, I'm quite satisfied, especially when I hit me 10,000 steps, because that's what I do like to do yeah. daily. Yeah, I'm quite I think satisfied. you get that sense of achievement, don't you? Yeah. I think that's what it's all about. It's like, yes, I've done it. I'm, you know... Because you're waiting for yeah. If you're waiting for results, you just that's all you're doing. It's like watching a cake bake in the oven. It's boring, and you just you end up, say pulling the cake out too soon it's not cooked um mm. or you know you don't want to ever bake again because you're like, oh this is boring so i'm just sitting watching a cake bake but you don't watch it bake do you i well i only do on bake off and <laughs> um, <laughs> i go off and go do something because yeah. i've got 20 30 minutes so i might go watch my cooking programs which i normally do on saturday or read or um i watch some boxing videos that's how i am if i've got 20 minutes i haven't done any kit boxing practice i'll go and do that um you know you don't sit there waiting for the results you can't sit there and wait be proactive and no, enjoy think, well, yeah, the satisfaction and all of those daily non-negotiables are all little steps in that ultimate goal yeah so you've got to sort of have that sense of achievement in those little goals exactly. um, to ultimately reach the big one you just won't keep doing it else you know no. and, you know even my weekly goal my weekly goal which we do this in the mentorship i'm part of uh with the one I'm in the group for with um, for personal trainers want to run a business and he's very big on as well as running a business he wants the PTs in there to look after themselves as well so he'll put like what's your 
active goals this week is in training. So you have to say, oh, I'm going to do three training sessions a week and I'll do my kickboxing, which I'm back this week. And uh, my, my running once a week, say, for example. Um, and then you'll put things like for your brain. So we do body, brain and business. So we do like that. And you could do something similar. So my body is my workouts. And I have to know why I'm doing them, what they're going to benefit before. Then I do my brain, which is like, say, it could be for me studying, like about uh, any new studies I've been reading at the moment for training, fitness, nutrition, you name it. It could even just be things like just reading a book before bed because he's big on, like, again, the mental side of it, make sure you're rested and looked after because you can't be a good business owner or a good PT. And then he's got the business, like what's your aim for the business that week, Um, which for some people could apply that easily themselves. Even it's not business, it's just something at work, you know, you've got... It's like so when you work at a job, any job can be seen shit, even if it's the best career in the world. But I think it's down to your perception. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And this... I think you hit the nail on the head there with the you need to know how it benefits you. Mm. And I think that I probably helps a lot of people with what they're doing is the mini goals, the weekly goals, whatever it is, is how does this actually benefit from me? It's like, you know, it's, it's focusing on what this is doing for me. Yes. A bit like when we do training and things like that and you actually – you know, get people to focus on the muscles that they're working. Think about what you're trying to achieve when you're doing a move, when you're doing whatever. If you apply that to the other things, whether that's just water, sleep or whatever, focus on what it does for you. Yeah. Think like an athlete. As well. Thinking yeah. like an athlete, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even if you think, oh, I'm not, I'm not an athlete. No, think like one. You know, if they want to perform their best, and it don't mean just sport, I mean life. You know, so your mum or your business owner, uh, you're working and a parent, you know, you've got a lot of responsibilities. Like, how can you be your best? Because otherwise you'll never be your best if you if you think, oh, I'm just too busy. There's always a way to be your best. And I said this to Kate the other day. I was like, you know, where the research coming out now is, instead of years ago, be like, you've got to do more and more and more. But we only can only give so much because of how fast paced yeah. the life is in the UK. You know, we're a different culture to other, uh, other countries. And the idea is with training, to be fair, is to get away with as minimum as possible. Mm. You know, you don't yeah. have to do the maximum because minimum will still get you there. If it is, you could only do two to three days a week of resistance training consistently. That's fine. If it is, you can only, um, say, manage 100 uh, grams of protein a day where really you need 120. That is still better than 60 grams of protein, say, for example. It's, yeah. You know, it's still benefiting you yeah. however you look at it. So It depends how far you want to go with things. Do you know what I mean? So, like, say, I do want to be able to lift more than what I lift now because I just don't see a limit. I'm just like, there is no limit. You just keep going. <laughs> uh, which, yeah, yeah. Which is why I like weight, weightlifting because there isn't a limit. You just keep going. Even with kickboxing, there's always room to get better. There's no limit. So that's why I, like, mm. I love sports-style stuff. And... It's like this week I was chatting to two clients and I've noticed a shift in the fitness industry with females and I think this is key for keeping results. Is I know it's not for everybody, but find a way to train or exercise where you can, one, see progress and two, you're not seeing it as a calorie burn. And these two girls, I said to them, what's your goals? And they both said, one of them is because her son lifts and he's lifting heavier than her now. And she's like, you know what? I need to get strong. I'm not having this. And that was quite a cool inspiration moment for her. And she wants to learn how to do big lifts because she wants to some one respect a bit. But I think too, she likes, she really likes lifting heavy. So I was teaching her how to do a sumo deadlift, a barbell sumo deadlift. 
both of them, one of them did their body weight and one of them was only a couple kilograms off, which is mega impressive considering they never ever attempted one rep maxes because we were testing to see what they could do. And then they could, we gave a goal for like to complete by the end of uh, August. And it's just a shift in females now realising, you know what, I haven't got to try and impress anybody or look a certain way or give a shit if someone says you look muscular, you look gross, you look skinny, you look fat, you look the... It really doesn't matter because if you pay attention to how people how to how someone says you should look, you're being held back. Hmm. It's holding yeah. you back. You know, I've had this conversation with UK, so I've had I've had people say to me, "Oh, Nat, you've gone too lean." It's like it's not your business what I'm like. No, absolutely, you know, um, yeah. if it's to the point I'm going to be anorexic, then yeah, I get that. But you know, I know it wasn't in the light you are because. If I was too lean, I'd one have no energy. I wouldn't be able to PB on my lifts every week. Um, and I've had other clients say the same. Their friends are telling them they're too skinny or too lean. And I was like, one, they haven't seen you much because of COVID. Hmm. I said, two, yeah. it sounds really mean, but and I don't think they mean it this way, but it comes across this way. Is they're projecting on them what they want to achieve. So that it's yes, almost it's like potentially their own insecurities, isn't it? Yeah, sadly, it's not that they want to sabotage that person. I think some people don't like seeing other people do well because they're not happy with themselves. Not as in they're unhappy with that person. I don't think mm. it's always jealousy. I think it is insecurities, yeah. Absolutely. And I've had people speak to like that to me and I'm like, right, okay. And I just like roll off because I'm not doing it for them. I do it for me. Mm. I don't even do it for yeah, my partner. Absolutely. I don't even change my physique or strength for my partner. I do it because it's for me. Yeah. I mean, if you think, I mean, as much as we have a laugh in the gym and mm. talk about a pump and talk about each other's how each other's muscles are looking brilliant and all of that ultimately we get more out of doing the lift yeah. and lifting what we haven't done before and then what we look like at the end of yeah. it is effectively byproduct. a byproduct of it and i like what you just said though kate about how girls particularly because we had a group i was on friday and we're all like checking each other's muscles out and how we looking <laughs> and like lifting each other up to be like well i literally did lift my friend up and run around the gym um, yeah, yeah. but we literally like any female even male i see training and looking well i will lift them up i will tell them that they are doing awesome yeah, yeah. and they need to keep going you know um i've got clients and friends who outlift me <laughs> i'm like fuck because i taught them and then they surpassed me which is fine you know it's just how it always happens um because <laughs> normally because i'm because I am really like a diddy, monkey armed thing on. So <laughs> uh, I always forget that I'm 10 kilograms lighter than some of these people. So they're going to lift heavier than me. But I'm like, no, I still want to do it. Um, yeah. But I will always support them in doing it. I will, you know, I won't be like, oh, you're lifting too heavy now. I, I don't do that. I'm like, no, you're doing no. mint. You know, what you're working on. Oh, you're doing this right. Okay. Even if they're doing a fat loss phase. And, you know, if I even if I think they shouldn't be there, unless I think it's dangerous for them to be there. I'm like, okay, all right, are you getting on with that? i just like, well, if that's where they want to be, because you know your body better than anybody. Yeah. So don't let anybody, you know, swerve, you know, change your opinion and what you want to achieve because sometimes that will hold you back. There is times where maybe sometimes people do need to intervene if it's worrying, as in like you yeah. think they're going to be out of exit and you'll know if you are because you tell by the muscle wastage on somebody. I can tell when someone is like that. I will say to them, I'm a bit concerned um you know but i think nowadays it's it's a lot more about how people feel rather than oh i want to be leaner or i want to be 
bigger or whatever it might be it's more you know it's more sort of focusing on how do you feel about that you know or I want to be really lean and want to look like that yeah but how do you feel when you are like that yeah is it going to give you any more satisfaction you would yeah a bit further up the scale you know and if you're trying to do it for somebody else you won't sustain it I mean I I can't mention names but there's a guy I used to help out and they used to work with him and he got an incredible physique I've been helping him out but he was just doing it because he because of someone he liked. And then as soon as that person rejected him like off the wagon, do you know what I mean? He felt completely off track because he wasn't doing it for the reasons for him. And it's a shame yeah. because he was in a better place. He was healthier. He had muscle. Um, you could tell he had more energy. But it just shows how, because obviously he was very mentally vulnerable as well. And because this person pissed all over him, basically, <laughs> he um, regressed back hugely. Uh, you know, he'd actually regained a lot of body fat and that, sadly. And it's hindered his health, actually, mentally as well as physically. So you've got to do it for the right reasons. You have to do it for you oh, and no one else. Oh. You don't even do it for me and Kate. You do it for yourselves, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got some clients who are carrying a bit more body fat, but they're quite happy where they are. They just want to be strong and a bit healthier. And he said, look, I'll lose weight as I go, you know. And I understand that, you know, as a health reason, I have to lose some um but for now i like it as a byproduct and i am starting to see hear that more you know they understand because i get it it's the whole um what's the movement called again i can't remember it's called now i think health at every size no oh, health at every size yeah. yeah but the issue is when you get the extremism side of it obviously yes. we're more you know if you do carry too much body fat yes you're gonna have health implications you do need to lose body fat yeah um but we'd rather you focus on it as a byproduct so you do things that will help with that but you're not going to be yeah. like over restricting you 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 know you're yeah gonna, you got, i mean you... there isn't anything wrong with having aesthetic goals we no, have in the past no. and yeah i still do now and again but mm. um yeah i think it's just but having I think, that balance isn't it yeah i think what it um what happened is it's just become too extreme but it's like no you've got to be because they're trying to cherry pick information you can still be healthy at a certain body fat percentage yeah um, yeah i'm afraid the research is it's is, is completely incorrect on it's a that very one. difficult one isn't it but there's a whole difference between yeah. body shaming and then a, a health at every exactly size. It's, it's exactly yeah thing. and uh, you know don't get me wrong my mum carries a lot of weight and you know she should have colds and stuff like that and you know, she's been in for ops and stuff, you know, for things. And she's come out the same day, absolutely fine, no symptoms, you know. And uh, she hasn't got as many comorbidities compared to some people would have if they're overweight. So the only one she's got is a classic high blood pressure. But again, as she loses weight, it goes down. Uh, and the large heart, as she loses weight, it goes down. So, mm. you know, but she hasn't got as many classic symptoms as most of them would have. Um, because there is a such thing as where they have no symptoms. I can't remember what the wording is for it now for someone who's obese who hasn't got any symptoms. Yeah. Yeah, um, I but it doesn't mean that it'll, they'll never not have symptoms you know so I think you're always going to be potentially at risk of it aren't you that's the problem you might be perfectly healthy and feel great but yeah yeah I, that's i mean that's the rule of thumb with us we are going to always going to be health is number one priority is improving your health which is why we're big on sleep stress management um and you need your daily activity because that is what's going to keep mm. you healthy for longer is moving often and frequent and not sitting around all day, especially like if you've got a desk job, you need to get up and about as and when you can, yes. which is why I could never be a full online personal trainer. Um, I'm quite happy to always work face-to-face in person and do classes in person. Well, 
I think as well that's why we do what we do in the in the challenges and the projects and things, don't we? So yeah. the the topics we pick are all very very similar, and the, and there's kind of a reason for that, and that yeah. is because they are the basics and the fundamentals that you need in place to then build on to we, achieve whatever goal you want. Exactly, to be honest, they're and, always going to be the sort of basics and fundamentals, aren't they? And what me and Kate did as well, we set the order in priority over the eight weeks. If you look back, you'll see we did it in order. So yeah. we started with obviously your goal setting, your habit setting. Uh, we also then looked at your nutrition because that's always a big one. So calories, because a lot of people are after fat loss results, aesthetic results, and then obviously macronutrients. So we're trying to do it in stages so you understand that these are the priorities. So the last one was training. Training's mm. a cherry on top. If you're really struggling yeah. for time, prioritise your sleep, your daily movements, uh, and looking at your nutrition. They're the main ones, I'd say, moving on from this. They're your main ones. If you've got the time, you've got the energy, yeah, add the training on there. Go your fitness classes that you enjoy. Do what you like doing as long as you'll repeat mm. it for as long as possible. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. So I've got a bit of an extra tip here. This is something I used to do years ago, and it's come about again because it's, it's about establishing discipline. So... <laughs> You can apply this to anything, really. You can even do it just to set yourself mentally in a good place. Say you've been on holiday, because it's the most common one, uh, or you've been eating out for, uh, a lot at the moment because, well, we can, so, you know. Um, and I get that. People want to make up for lost time. And you find, and the most classic one is people struggle to uh, moderate hyperpalatable hedonic food, so which is why we snack in the evening. Uh, if we feel sad, we eat these foods, so like alcohol, crisps, chocolate, sweets, etc. Now, you'll get some people saying you must cut them out completely, whereas we're like, well, why you have one thing a day that you enjoy? Now, some people can't stop at one thing. And it's like, what do I do if that happens? And I'm trialling this for client now. Uh, what we've done, we've had a rule what she can have once a day just to make things more easier. And if she's planned one meal out that week, uh, she's allowed to have a dessert. But we've actually said we're having no crisps or chocolate, so we're going to take them away for two weeks. That's it. What it is, because she's done dieting for years and years, she sometimes needs rules in place to re-establish discipline. Now, if you're an ex-dieter, this is probably one of the best ways to do it because if, if she's also tracking calories and she's like, nah, I'm struggling to hit the protein. She's not doing bad on the protein, but it's, it could be better. But she's, I'd say it's more of a 60-40 split. So 60% nutrient-dense, 40% calorie-dense, which most people think they're doing 80% and they're probably not. It's probably more than that for a lot of people because yeah. it's it's so available, those foods. You know, you go to the supermarket, they're right there as you walk in or as you leave, they're there as well. So you grab them as you go. If you go shopping when you're hungry, which is dangerous, no. <laughs> really dangerous. I never go when I'm hungry. It's so dangerous. Um so we basically agreed. I mean, she doesn't drink anyway, but she's like, no crisps, no chocolate, no sweets. The only thing she'll have once a day is a lemonade ice lolly, which she quite likes at this time of year. Yeah, fine. It's about 34 calories, so she tracks it in as well. And it's one to show she's over-consuming them, which means it sends her into a calorie surplus. It will also show her where she can prioritise other foods for those calories. So I said, well, you'll have extra calories to push your protein up uh, or push your fibre up, so your fruit and veg. Um, the idea is to educate where you're over consuming, where certain foods you probably can't stop. It's to un teach you to understand discipline because no matter how shit she feels over those two weeks, I said you, you just can't have them until afterwards because otherwise you'll always rely on them. So I want you to find something else to help you feel better when you feel like shit. 
that's what I've told her to yeah. do, not to rely just on food. Um, I've also to understand why she's over-consuming those foods. And a lot of it for her, I think she just struggled to have structure, what was going on, because she's come from being told what to do, then to be taught, teach herself what to do. It's what we try and do mm. in this NK project. We want you to be able to eventually do things on your own. We're not a diet company where we're going like, just eat this and this and this and just yeah. be told what to do. If you want to do that, go to Diet Club because that's what they do. They tell you what so to do. So would you still suggest that, Nat? If, are you suggesting it because she's potentially emotionally connected to... Yeah, I think there's a bit of emotion right. as well. So I'm trying to basically see if you... Well, we've, we've done some ideas. Like she likes, she's mm. getting into geeky films and stuff. So I've suggested some book reading too as a replacement. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, or she goes for a quick walk, like a ten-minute walk instead, because um, she's got two ch- young children. She's got a highly stressful job in the NHS, so I get that. And also, but she struggles very. Uh, she's got a medical condition which can really bring down the mood. It's not a mental health one, but it can affect her mental health. Uh, because it's so discomforting the condition she's got she'll have flare-up days and some days she's okay so obviously again food becomes a nice pleasure point when you feel like shit and it's very hard a condition so it's to try and train that as well so i said you've got to use other tactics to feel better which we came we came to some suggestions doing that Uh, so again that's where i just said to understand why you're over consuming these which is was emotional boredom and lack of structure and because they were tasty, she had too much in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she buys stuff for the kids and actually she doesn't touch their stuff. She's buying stuff for them for herself. And I was like, well, maybe you don't need it in. Uh, mm-hmm. And to learn to also that once the two weeks are up, you learn where what 20% actually is of those calories, which is probably a chocolate bar. Yeah. Or a slice of cake. And then you might skip a day and then have a chocolate bar because the calories are a bit higher. You know, it's a teacher that she doesn't need them all the time. But you yeah, can have yeah. them. You have permission to have them, but you don't need to eat like a dickhead with them. <laughs> to yeah, be quite frank. Yeah. So just two weeks. So if you are struggling, guys, especially after a holiday or Christmas, I find for me, Christmas, I think you've got to wait a few weeks in Jan yeah. because there's too much of it around. It's it's just winds people <laughs> up. So I would say mid Jan or end of Jan do it because it's it yeah. is easier to do. It's like when you got Lent. I, I'll be honest. That's what stopped me over consuming crisps. So. Um, like for example, you had that bag of Doritos on the weekend. But to be fair, when I looked what was like, as Alex and Neil, pretty much all of them, there was like a, <laughs> enough like a single serving. So I knew if I start, I won't stop. So I was like, because I know it's a single serving there, I'll eat all them, <laughs> and you eat guys it, everything yeah, else. Yeah. Um, but basically, for Lent, I gave up crisp ones with friends. It just cause actually, there's no particular reason why I did it. But then since then, I realised just I to see if you could really. Well, I realised I actually didn't miss them. I just eat them for the sake of it. So then yeah. I just stopped buying them in. So I only have, if I want a bag, it's if I've gone somewhere like yours or I have to go and buy them. Yeah, to go and buy them. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't find I was going mad or I wanted to binge on a 24-pack when I was finished. <laughs> and it's where you got to think, if you're giving this two weeks, that doesn't mean, oh, I'm going to make up for it. Like when people do dry in January, I think it's brilliant because it can help people to think, shit, I really overconsume alcohol, you know, and I feel so much better reducing it. But yeah. then some people go the other way, they overconsume when they're done to make up for the whole month, which is probably worse for your liver. You're better off pacing. <laughs> so it's used as a tactic. Like Kate said, know why you're doing it. So to educate from overconsuming, to understand discipline, okay, uh, to understand why you're overconsuming those foods, because you're like, you know what, I want that because I feel sad. I need to find a way than just eating to feel happy. 
Um, and to learn what is actually 20% of your calories is that food as well. So that is what that tactic yeah. is for. So from that, you're going to learn to prioritise protein and veg first. Um, and also alongside that, you know, again, seeing if I have got room, like Kate said, if you're like going out to say you've got four five hundred calories left, you know, I can have a couple of glasses of fizz. You know what yeah. you can have by the end and then you're going to sit and enjoy it. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I just tried to check there's nothing else I was going to mention there. Let's listen to that there list. Yeah, that was it. And then I think the main one for me, again, for fat loss as well as that, is do not rely on just that one hour in the gym. It's yeah. what you do for the whole day, your yeah. movement. Yeah, I'm always I conscious I think that's a big that. thing because I think you still get people in the gym, don't you, who are like pounding away on yeah. a treadmill. Or they're like, oh, oh shit, I haven't been to the gym, I'm going to get fat. It's like, no, yeah. that's your nutrition, sleep and your daily movements. And you just know that that's probably all that they're focusing on is just like that that hour of yeah. like sweating it out on the treadmill and then going, yep, that's done. And if they don't do it, then they think, you know what, fuck it, I'm not going to do anything else. I'm just going to get like a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go bed on time. I'm going to stay up on my phone and compare myself and put like, all my issues on social media. That's a bit extreme. But I think that is the downside though, isn't it? It's thinking that if, if you want fat loss, your first go-to is exercise. Yeah. But I found as a yes, you need to do it, but yeah. people I, don't focus on the, you know, what really needs addressing. And I think with you finishing your level three course, I think they've changed how they do things. So obviously for us, when I was doing it, it was getting sort of the way you're doing it now. So you're no longer as a PT just focusing on the training sessions. It is about what they do in the day. It is about their nutrition. It is about mm. their sleep, their hydration, and also their mental health massively. Absolutely, yeah. You know, it yeah. is so different now, PT. It's not about beasting the crap out of you. There's some clients who are like that, and I will do that if they want it. Hmm. And I know they can handle it, and they're okay. But most clients I'm not like that with these days. It's so different. Um, you know, it's all about making things stick. That's what the goal is these days, and making sure what they're going to stick with, they're going to like it. Else they won't stick with it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's all very well doing what they do with you or with us or whatever. But if without us, they're not going to do anything at all, then... The job's not done, is it really? Exactly. So, Kate, is there anything else you want to share? I mean, also, you're qualifying now. So, is there anything you want to share about personal training? I'll let you get, I'm going to let you take the floor for a couple and just going to throw that at you. And, like, you know, are you going to be doing one to one? Are you going to be doing uh, online? What, what are you thinking of doing? Well, yeah, I guess that's the thing. I've got to, yeah, I've got to sit down and work out exactly what. But I think, mm. well, I'd be quite happy to do one-to-ones, yeah. definitely. So I would do one-to-ones. I'll do online. Um, and a bit like you do, whether that's done by way of people purchasing packages yeah. or whether it's people wanting just programs or whether it's people just wanting one-off training sessions, things like that. Um, I mean, ultimately... Nat's mentioned this before that we ideally we would we would like to get a unit and work from there. Yeah, that's the goal. Do some, as well as one to one PT, group PT. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that sort of thing. So, yeah, so that's the idea. I, I'm quite happy to cover all of it, whatever people want really, and try and sort of make it work. Yeah, because then, like I say, I've always just thought to put that out there, guys. As with Kate being qualified now, if you feel like you need a bit more accountability than the group, you actually want someone there making it more personalised, that's what personal training is, mm-hmm. um, you can get all the Kate if you want, email the group, because she will be preparing yeah, soon to start taking clients, but she's happy to take informa- uh, details off you now, she's happy to do, you can do consultations, um, so once yes. she's all up and ready, you just literally get going, but she, we're always both happy to answer questions while in the meantime as well, if there's anything you're not sure Definitely. about 
Um, lastly, please send your check-ins this week because it's the last week now. So we also yeah. we will be doing a feedback form at some point as well. We'll be sending it out soon as well. But we're going to give you guys a chance just to send in your check-ins first. We hope you have achieved something from this. Even if it's as simple as you've got some habits to stick and it's sending you on the right way. Even as simple as that. Uh, even if you've not checked in the past eight weeks, just check in with us. Just let us know what you achieved over the eight weeks. Yeah, um, be good to know what everyone, yeah. where everyone got to. You can send, you take measurements into. So if you did take measurements, you're waiting. If you want to be doing average daily weigh-ins, bear in mind it has to be average daily weigh-ins, or you did it at the start and did it at the end. Um, we'd like to hear about any of the goals that you've hit because I know some of you have been sharing already what you achieved. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm aware some of them have sent things privately to me what they've achieved as well. Um, you know, so don't fret if you haven't checked in. There's things you've had a win for. Yeah. We'd like to hear about. Is anything you'd like us to share out? And you know, so let people, other yeah. people know uh, if you think other people should be doing the NK projects. We are going to open the doors again uh, for a six week one this time over the summer holidays. We thought that'd be quite appropriate to do that then because. I think routines change if you've got kids or if you're a teacher. Um, you yep. know, and also the summer is the best time to get really good results because you can get habits to stick easier this time of year and hopefully continue that into the autumn and winter and onwards until next year. Yeah, 26th of July that starts. Yeah, and we're also doing a free seven-day one, uh, mm -hmm. the seven-day power-up challenge. That's going to be... I'll just check because I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on holiday mode already. I'm just looking, I just know the date to go away. 18th of... No, sorry, 12th of July. Yeah. And the launch... There will be a launch the week before, so you'll be able yeah. to start signing up to that on the 4th of um, July. So if you're yeah. part of team now, or you signed up to Nat Nuggets newsletter, you will know earlier because we'll put things out early for that. There's already a preview for that into Team Nag, which you've seen on the cover photo that Steph put up of me and Kate, uh, which is terrifying. Um, and that'll be free, where you'll be doing, there'll be uh, an active challenge every other day. Um, and there'll also be like a cook-off challenge. And again, chance to win some prizes, a nice simple ch daily check-in for you to do, working on your daily non-negotiables, because we always like you to focus on them. Uh, and then if you like that and you feel like you want a bit more of that and a bit more accountability, again, we'll be opening the doors to the six-week um, NK project. We'll be running I was going to say, it'd be a nice little, um, the power-up would be a nice little starter, if you yeah. like, to then, it helps then get the having ball a rolling. week and then going into the NK project. Yeah, so if you just need to get the ball Perfect. rolling again, the, that's yeah. what the seven-day challenge is for. It's only seven days. Don't expect the results in seven days. It's, no. It's... Like Kate said, it's just to get the ball rolling, get a little kick up the butt. <laughs> And it might make you realise, shit, I need a bit more help than this. So mm. either join into the NK project or ask for services from myself or Kate, for mostly more towards Kate, uh, for one-to-one -one or online or semi-private PT and if it's two-to-one as well. So Definitely. there's plenty there help to help guys, help you all, depending what you need as and when. I did put a link in the group for an invite to Team NAG. If you haven't got it, just drop me a message. I'm happy to send it through to you, but I will repost it again at some point this week. Keep a look out this Friday. We will be announcing a winner at around 3pm this Friday coming of who's won the NK project. But that'll be down to make sure people check in this week because there's loads of little goodies away. I've got my box full of goodies ready to go. Uh, so I'll be dropping that off or posting it out depending where you live. If you're in Stone, I'll do a drop off. If you're outside of Stone, I will be posting it out to you as well. So again, we thank you very much for joining in the NK project for the past eight weeks. It's a lot, it's a big commitment, eight weeks, but I know some places do six or even up to twelve weeks, so we went in the middle. Uh, and we yeah. hope you we hope you want to continue with us for next for the next one as well and for the seven day power up. Yeah, and any any questions or anything following on from that, 
sort of moving forward afterwards then shove those in oh forgot to say as well so we're going to keep the group open so we're not going to kick you out you can stay in some of you have even opted to start from scratch and start from the bottom because they just need to re-establish absolutely fine don't forget you've got all the podcasts to listen to on here so you can listen to on your audio to reset yourself if you need to you can even just start again work your way through if you want to uh because it's going to be at least a, a couple of weeks gap like three or four weeks i think in between so you could literally focus on the important bits which we cover from week one yeah. uh, up to at least week four and five they're the main bits we'd want you to focus on so we're going to keep it open the live workouts are on there so you can go back and do the live workouts if you wish uh, we've got our live streams so you can look, watch them again, take some notes of what you need. You can even go back to where you're struggling. So if it's calories yeah. and macros, for example, go back to those weeks in the meantime. So we the workout plans are still on there, aren't they? Workout plans are on there, there. yeah. yeah. Um, anything else? You've got your guidebook as well. So you've got that yeah. to help you out too. And you've got obviously the link to the calorie leads if you need to uh, work out your calories. Uh, we've got the tape measurement video on there. So if you need to redo your tape measurements, it's on there to guide you as well. So you can keep carrying on doing what you're doing now. So if you, especially if you're intending to stay in with us, because we'll keep you in the group if you decide to stay. If you don't, when we go to launch, so a couple of days before we actually restart the NK project, we will take you out the group if you wish not to continue, which is absolutely fine. If we don't hear off yeah. you, uh, 48 hours before we'll assume you don't want to do it and take you out or you've verbally told us and we'll take you out the group as well but in the meantime yeah even if you if you don't intend to continue with us but you'd like to at least carry on for a couple more weeks absolutely fine it's there to help people we want to help as many people as possible in any yeah. shape or form yeah absolutely so that's all from us today thank you again for joining us keep an eye out friday for us no live workout this week because we are done for now uh so go back and have a go at some of the ones we've been doing pick your favorite ones to do uh, and again yeah. keep we'd love to hear in the group how you've been getting us to post up your wins and any pictures or anything you want to share go for it or send it to us privately yeah definitely have a great week guys and we'll speak to you on friday okay bye, bye. guys